Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at Powerslam.tv. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Warning. The Outsider's Edge contains strong opinions, unconventional views, and contrarian stances. Listen, if you dare. Hey, yo. A Ray Cash. Uh, I am here. We had Carl for a week, and then Carl ate some government-sanctioned food. Apparently, that got him with the shits. So it is just back to the normal. Me and my boy Kyle. What's happening, man? I mean, you know, to be fair, if our listeners were expecting Carl to become an every week uh, guest host again. Um, They've been smoking some real high quality shit that they need to hook me up with. Doug, uh, Carl on the podcast is like your birthday. Yeah, like you know, like it's it's cool, it's great when it happens, but you don't expect it to happen all the time. Nope. Everybody's not that nice to you on your birthday uh, every other day, but the, on your birthday, super nice to you. So yeah, I, I'm as I say this, I know Carl actually plans on being on the next few ones, so it's funny. This is his time. And not only is this his time, but this is the time for most people who don't watch during the year to start because, paying attention again. Because we are finally, officially, unequivocally on that road to WrestleMania, y'all. And while the members of the Outsider's Edge might be some poor motherfuckers who can't afford to go to New York City, mm-hmm. we know that a lot of y'all will be out there and we wish you safe travels on that journey. Yes. But first, we got a crazy fucking week of wrestling coming up for him. Yes. Um, Phoenix, Arizona, which is, I like to call my second home. Uh, guys, home to the Rumble and TakeOver, man. Big uh, big shows. This is a big Rumble, not just because of the car, but literally it's in, it's called Chase Field, but I always will call it the Bank One Ballpark, the Bob. Um beautiful stadium it's gonna be crazy to see that in a baseball stadium like i i haven't even like wrapped my mind around that yet that's wrestlemania-esque i just hope that they learn their lesson from a couple years ago when they did it in the football stadium and they don't have the ramp be like six miles long oh no just because you said that'll be nine i know you're right i went and fucked this all over you did because okay because that was the crazy thing that year. By the time these motherfuckers got down to from the ramp, it was time for the next person to come. That was the one I was at. That was in the Alamo Dome. I yeah. was there. Yeah, and like the I big guys. I remember what arena they had done it in. 
the big guys had to actually take the cart. Mm-hmm. It, it was hilarious. Like, well, and then you remember old man Johnny Boots and Tights came and, like, thought uh, he was going to give it the full sprint and showed what a fucking old man he is now. <laughs> Talking about, no, no, let me do the walk zog. I'm, I'm, I'm going to run halfway and then I'll give you the other walk. Walk the yeah. other half. Yeah, I'm a walk jock. Yeah. Um, before we kind of talk about the shows, there's a couple of things we wanted to touch on. Um, I guess we can go non-WWE first. Seeing as it's the biggest, well, actually, the Rousey stuff is the biggest moment of the day. But I find it interesting that, for those of you who aren't in America, we are in the midst of a government shutdown. The government is shut down. Over some bullshit. For political reasons. This this isn't, you know, the NPR, NPR edition of The Outsider's Edge, so we won't get into the reasons why or whatnot. But... Just know that our government's on some bullshit right now, and so they shut down because nobody wants to talk to each other anymore. Yeah, I don't. I didn't get my way, so I'm taking my ball and going home. Yeah. So. Now the 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 funny thing and how this relates to wrestling is, you didn't think that this would affect everything like it did. I mean, FD, the FDA isn't checking certain things, and TSA have been working for weeks without getting paid. Shoot, motherfuckers are walking off the job. Yes, as, as they should. Ain't nobody As checking shit, yes. Because I'll be a son of a bitch if I'm teaching a soul for free. Mm-mm. You get a day out of me just because, you yep. know. Yep, because I, I do what I do because I like what I do. Exactly. But at the end of the day, my landlord don't want to get paid eventually. Mm-mm. He wants that check by the 5th of the month. Yeah, he, he he's not going to take that check on GP. Like, he needs something. Mm-hmm. But New Japan Pro Wrestling has... Um, five, three shows in Texas. Actually, Friday night there in Houston. Um, I'm not going, and I'm glad I'm not going now because the only man you wanted to see ain't gonna, gonna be, be there. there. In fact, no Japanese people are gonna be there whatsoever because their visas didn't get through because of the government shutdown. Now, another wow. thing you need to know for our non-American listeners. Another thing you need to know about our wonderful country that we live in and we do love even though we hate it we love it also sure um immigrating to america for any reason is a bitch absolutely getting a visa is a weeks to months long process and can only be done while you are in your home country and there are all kinds of background checks and extensive shit going on and so what apparently happened according to the reports, is that New Japan put in for the work visas in early December, Mm -hmm. which would have normally under regular circumstances based on their previous trips to the U.S. would have been plenty of time for their people to get work visas approved for the small number of dates they'd have been in country. But as part of the government shutdown, Homeland Security... And uh, several other agencies that are involved in the visa process are shut the fuck down. Ain't nobody working. So all of them visa applications are frozen. So all the Japanese talent, which is most of the good talent right now, aren't going to be there. And I'm not even going to say it's most of the good talent. It's most of the talent that was advertised and the purpose of having the New Japan show. This was supposed to be the New Japan New Beginning Tour with sponsored by Ring of Honor, if you will. 
And this was supposed to be the beginning, not the beginning, but the furthering of their westward expansion. Fail, fail, fail. It's a fail yeah. in every way I'm possible. I'm sorry. No LIJ and no chaos means it's not a New Japan show, and I call shenanigans. It is crazy. Like, it's no Suzuki Goon, no nothing. And, and, and if you want to talk about it from an end storyline perspective, the whole thing, the whole purpose of what happened in New Year's Dash was building up the continued war between Suzuki Goon and LIJ. None of them was there. You main evented with Juice and David Finley against who's, was it? It's Juice Finley against the new Rupongi Vice back together for a night or something like that? Could be G.O.D. Remember, they're all, uh, with the exception of our boy Fale, the Tongans are all American citizens. Good point. Good point. In fact, um, our boy Tama is a United States military veteran. Yes. Yes, and I, we thank him for his service. And we, we defer to him because he is Tongan and he is right. He is right. We are wrong. We are nothing but we are nothing but what the Tongans allow us to be. Yes. So they'll be there, and that's great. But even they alone cannot rescue the colossal fuck-up that this is. Here's the interesting thing. Bandito there. Rush there. Roosh is there. What happened with those guys? Well, and I mean, it sounds like some of the other talents going to be there that are not... All it said is all their Japanese talent yep. wasn't going to be there. That. Did, they didn't say nothing about Switchblade. For all we know, Switchblade could show up with his New Zealand ass. So so what's going on with the Japanese talent specifically that they can't get that shit together? So this is this is a failure of, of, of epic proportions for numerous reasons. But, you know, when you criticize the darling, people say, well, don't do that. You can't criticize them. They tried. That's the no, whole reason. this is on the company. Like, this is yeah. not on the talent. This has nothing to do with the talent. Right, but I'm saying, like, you know this how... This is on the company. WWE, anything WWE does is fair game to criticize, but if New Japan does one thing wrong, you can't criticize them. You oh, know, no. We, got, we we gonna call this shit out. Absolutely. We gonna throw the shade here on Abs- the edge. Absolutely. If you know you have these shows coming, better yet, forget these shows. G1 is in two more months. Well, shit, not in G1. February... Not G1, um, uh, you know what I'm talking about, uh, Supercard. Well, yeah, that's coming up. They've got shows that they had advertised in North Carolina coming up, like... Oh, that's right, you're supposed to go to those, or try to go. Oh, I was going to try to go. I think it was sold out. But yeah, they had that show coming up in North Carolina, of all places, that they were going to do. Like, you got all these American shows lined up, like, you should have done had this shit. So you're, you're, you're ran by a billion dollar corporation... Or billion yen corporation, whatever you want to call it, and you just wait till the last possible minute to put these pieces in, like that's not smart business. <laughs> Someone put a tweet online. I can't remember. Who, I really can't remember who it was that said that if you want to see quality Japanese wrestling this weekend, check out the WWE Network for only nine ninety nine. Hideo uh, Hideo's wrestling. Um, Tazawa, Kyrie Sane, and Io Shirai are on the pre-show of uh, Takeover. Shinsuke's defending the title. Like there you go. Asuka's won the main event. Challenging for the title, Shins- and Asuka's defending the title. Who cares about the U.S. title? Who cares right now, right? I mean, nobody. But that's not the point. 
Okay, sorry. So there you go. Quality Japanese wrestling. Check out the WWE Network. Um, yeah, they deserve all they deserve all this criticism. And things happen. Like you get you get the benefit of the doubt. Things happen. But that's a very, very epic mess up to make. So what would you do? Would you give refunds out? Or would you want a refund if you had a ticket to the show? I mean, if I had a ticket to the show, I'd be really, really pissed. I'm and up and they're doing San Antonio, Houston, and Dallas with the three, with the three I'm, cities. I'm, I'm up. I'm up two minds on the situation. On the one hand, I can totally, totally understand the knee-jerk thought of, oh, people should get refunds. I want a refund because these people that you've advertised for the show aren't going to be there. On the other hand, from a business standpoint, just legit, like legally, logistically. If I sold you tickets to a show, if I put on the show I said I was going to put on, even with a different cast, I fulfilled my contractual obligation to you. You bought those tickets knowing the three words that we all know. Four, but yeah. Four, card subject to change. Yep. And the card, it be's a changing. You're right. You are as as much as as much as this is on the promoter. The promoter has the right to change the card at any time. Mm-hmm. And as long as they still put on an actual wrestling card full of mm-hmm. actual matches that last the actual length that they had originally anticipated, yep, they've done their part and they have not frauded you. Now I can understand feeling cheated because you know. I'll, I'll give a non, non-wrestling example. I'm a concert fan. I like to go to concerts for lots of different kinds of genres of music. Nothing sucks more than going to see your favorite artist or band and they don't play your favorite song. Yeah. Even if it's not their biggest hit. If, it's that, if that's your jam and they don't play your jam, you're going to go home like, man, I really wanted to hear that song. And so, like, I get it. You could be a Lauren Hill fan and just never see her on stage ever. So, no, that you know what I am a Lauren Hill fan and I wanted to go see her. She was going to be in Charlotte. Don't ever do it. It's not even that. I ain't got that kind of money. Shit, I ain't paying seventy five dollars to sit on the lawn only for Lauren to have an emotional breakdown and not make the show. No, that's and you know the 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 audacity of somebody to still charge that much when you haven't been relevant for fifteen years. Shoot. Now, yeah, your you relevancy know you know was the highest of all time. But You say that, but like, shit. All she got to do is play doo-wop, and I, I'd be done. I'd be like, yep, that was worth it. She don't even, I don't even think she played that no more. If she She'll sing if, X if Factor she in Zion. Doo-wop and she didn't sing Killing Me Softly without Wyclef. I don't give a fuck if Wyclef's there. If she ain't played doo-wop and sing Killing Me Softly, then she stole from my ass. You better respect Miss Hill and, and 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 her craft. Um, I mean, I respect that she look fierce as fuck. If I were straight, I'd be. My silence speaks volumes right now. <laughs> <laughs> let let let's move on to the other big news of the moment. So, this is an Uncle Dave alert. Just Man, fuck you, you Uncle now. Dave. No. 
Fuck Uncle Dave and fuck all of his little stands that believe every damn thing that he publishes. And and Dave gonna get this work. But Ryan Satin gonna get this work too. Cause he jumped his ha- his happy ass in this too. But apparently in the Observer, one of the main thing that Dave, one of the main things that Dave reported was that Ronda Rousey yes, quote unquote reported, quote unquote, is that Ronda Rousey will be leaving the WWE after WrestleMania. That now now I don't know I haven't read I haven't read the Observer. But all I know is that has turned into Ronda's quitting WWE. Ronda never signed a full contract. WWE is stupid for I've signed her just for a year. When now the facts have come out the facts that have come go ahead, go ahead, please. Go ahead. Let's dismiss that bullshit. That last little part of the bullshit that you just spewed. Let's dismiss that right the fuck now. Did Ronda Rousey sell tickets? Did Ronda Rousey push numbers? Biggest draw in the company. Did Ronda Rousey headline shows for a fucking year? And miss me with the, but look at the ratings shit. Miss me with that. That's not what the fuck we talking about right now. Because if you look at the Ronda segments, even with the lower ratings, they still some of the highest rated segments on that motherfucking show. She getting all the goddamn YouTube views. Her and Becky is all of a sudden like the wet dream WrestleMania match. Like, fuck this. They're stupid for signing her in the first place if it's only a year. If I know that for one year I can get the hottest fucking act who's going to push them seats and sell that merch, I'm going to sign the shit out their ass for one year and ride that gravy train. I'm going to make money on their royalties for the next 15. Yeah, yeah. Miss me with that bullshit. They're stupid for signing her. The fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I could have said it no better. Uh, I don't have to get turned up tonight. You turned up for me. I don't have have, have to turn up. That's perfect. Like, like, that's just so fucking short-sighted. Like, you're pissed because you find out that she's leaving, so that means they never should have signed her in the first place? Stop right there, my brother. Because the conjecture is that she's leaving. She's not pregnant yet. So who knows if she actually leaves after WrestleMania? It's and, all and just because you get and just because she even if she get pregnant, unless she actively choose to stop competing after giving birth, pregnancy don't mean you got to go. That's yes. So think so, about all 100%. of the talents that have had kids. Brian Brian Maurice. Mickey. Mickey. Mickey got a kid. Yeah. Fucking Brian Marie. But I say Brian uh, Maurice because they, they literally competed like literally six, seven, eight weeks after having the baby. But and, and it's not just confined to WWE women's wrestlers. Madison Rain got a couple of kids. Oh my god, if you're talking about the Indies or outside WWE, a whole bunch of women out there have kids. Yeah, like women have children, y'all. Yeah. It happens. Women athletes have children. It happens. There are I'll use the WNBA as an example. There are women who play professionally in the WNBA and play professionally overseas, and there are times in their careers where it'll say, so-and-so is not playing this season. Pregnant. DNP pregnant. Yeah, DNP, pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Women get pregnant, they have children. Sometimes they decide that they're going to stop competing, but a lot of times they're like, I had this baby, I'm going to get back in shape, and then I'm going to Serena Williams my ass to some more titles. So, so much about it bothers me because we talk on this show all the time about 
the about the integrity of journalism and the integrity of reporting news. So first and foremost, if you're going to report it, report it all the way. WWE has reported has come out uh, with their public with whatever you call it, their PR guy saying that Ronda is signed until April 10th, 2021. Okay, that's so, a contract. That's a contract. So whether if she if, whether she retires or not or whatever it is, you know they're gonna hold it to a contract. Number two, Ronda has been very outspoken about two things: about one, wanting to have babies before she gets too old; two, excuse me, loving WWE as the best job she's ever had. She's been very vocal about both of those. Number three, this is the part that I take umbrage with. I understand. This is the Observer. This is the Bible of dirt sheets. I get that. But don't you think that this news item and becoming as big as it did kind of kills all creative between now and WrestleMania if she really, in fact, is leaving? I mean, it kills the mystery. Ronda versus whomever. Ronda loses because she's leaving. Why am I interested in, in Ronda Rousey now if this is true? And if it isn't true... If you don't know for sure, because I guess Dave is underneath their bed every night making sure that she's not they're not using condoms. I mean, yo, man, he's got to find a way to peddle that shit rag for more money than it costs you to get a network subscription. I'm, please say that again. <laughs> the Observer costs more than the network. But people, complain, but people complain about so all people are willing, pay this people network. People are willing to pay $13 for Dave to give them shit he thinks might be true. Yeah, opinions and, idea, and idea, pay, ideas. But don't yeah. want to pony up $10 for... Every or, pay-per-view ever. Or if, if WWE is really not your thing, shit, for New $8 Japan. you can get... For $9 you can get New Japan. For $8 you can get Impact. For for, for $10, $10 you can get Power Slam. Well, for 10 bucks you can get Ring of Honor too. Like, shit. Like... All these other actual promotions that are going to give you actual content that you know is actually happening, or $13 for a rumor mag that's going to peddle speculation for clicks. Yeah, man, it, 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 it just it, it pisses me off to no end. And seeing as, you know, we both kind of work in the business. Shit, I hope she does have a kid and come back. Baddest woman on the planet can be turned into baddest mom on the planet real fucking quick. Do you know how many shirts you would sell that if you're would be marketing dope. baddest mom on the planet? That'd be dope. I'd, Shit. I'd buy I'm one just on GP. I was going to say, people buy one for Mother's Day just because. I'd buy one for me on GP, just have it in the closet. Yeah. No, but but just because all this happened, you know what I want to happen so bad? Whatever happens to Mania, I wanted to, I wanted to retain just because and throw everybody for a loop. That's what I want. Like when this, this That's the type of stuff that if I booked... I would do is, oh, y'all think y'all know what's happening, huh? I'm going to mess with y'all heavy. Because this is supposed to be the assumed or assumed or reported main event of the show. Why should we care anymore? Because you just gave away, and I understand, if you read any Observer, he's always giving away some type of news that may or may not be true, depending on the day. And then when it's not true, well, plans changed. Plans changed. Right. And... You got to get a man credit. He's had his moments where he's been right. I'm we're, we're oh, equal opportunity. Homie does well for himself. Yeah. Like, Homie does well for himself. He knows his market and he plays to it. But I can't, like, 
I have a hard time calling what he does journalism because too much of it is rooted in speculation and bullshit. Mm-hmm. Do you know what real journalists have to do? They have to be able to corroborate their stories. Yeah. The New York Times ain't printing shit unless three people can confirm it. And if so much as one piece of one part of an article comes back as false, they will print a retraction and an R bad with a list of all the ways they fucked up because mm-hmm. they've got integrity. But they're reporting on real news, not facts, a, not a business that's built on secrecy Fine. and 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 carnival ideologies. I just wonder if his stands realize how much the nope. companies use him. Nope. To peddle their shit because they nope. know that people are eating his shit up with a spoon. Nope. Can I say nope one more time? Nope. You can, but it must be it must be lonely or not lonely. It must be weird living in such a sad, short-sighted little world. What it is 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 that it's it's being so desperate to to know that you're willing to. It's no different than. I don't want to make this the NPR version of Outsider's Edge, but it's no different than the state of news now. You're so desperate to know things based on what you want to know that you're willing to hear stuff that isn't necessarily true because it sounds good. Truthiness. 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 Gotta Stephen love that word. Colbert, man. I love that word. Stephen Tyrone Colbert. From Charleston, South Carolina. Charleston, South Carolina. That boy is a bruh. Don't let nobody tell you. Don't let nobody tell you else. He's a bruh. Um, yeah, so those are the main items of, of news. I'm sure we could talk some other stuff. Do you want, before we go into this, do you want to talk about the AJ Styles podcast he did? Do you want to talk about that? AJ Styles did a podcast? What? You didn't hear about this? No, I didn't hear about this. AJ Styles did this super uh, conservative podcast show. Um, and like, MAGA style? I'm not gonna go that far, but sure, you could, that one could be assumed. It could be assumed that that's the case. And the and like right before he got on, one of the one of the uh, commercials was for a shirt that said "Socialism is for fags." Oh well, I mean, I do love socialism. Well, I'm not gonna call you a fact, though. Well, that's okay. I was just you know playing into the stereotypes. I, I appreciate you doing that. Sometimes you have to jump into the fold. I appreciate it. Yeah, you just got to jump into it. Way steep. <laughs> Way steep. I mean, it's okay because the more that they've done the studies, the more, the more loudly you doth protest, the more likely we are to find you online. Well, AJ's very vocal and very, very, very known online. But the reason this is of note isn't just because of that, but because they asked him about the Gillette commercial. Tell me AJ Styles in there standing for toxic masculinity because he did he didn't understand why the commercial was there. He was said something about the, I, I I wasn't prepared to talk about this. I was just curious if he even knew about it. Um, I think one of his responses was, "Well, I'm a man. I'm supposed to take care of my take care of my wife. So what is what are you trying to tell me to do?" Like he was dead ass confused about the purpose of the commercial. And and that's all the more reason why the commercial is necessary. Yeah, so with the in, in the hopes of of not losing the seventeen listeners we have. Listen, if they listen to our show, 
with point. you and I as the host. That's a good point. Like that's a good point. No they know what they get. Yeah. It's on the marquee. This yeah. Is advertised. When when the two most consistent members of the hosting trio are a black man and a gay man, they know what they get. They know where we standing on this fence. That's a good point. That's a very good and the best part is Carl's worse than both of us. Oh. <laughs> And he's the redneck. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, let's, let's get to some right. predictions. Shows. Um, NXT Takeover. The uh, formula works. The form. The formula works. My God, the formula works. Um, stacked show like always. Probably the God. Dare I say the most stacked show they've had this wrestling calendar year. I've decided to stop saying NXT shows are the most stacked they've had because every show it feels like is just more stacked than before. So like, yeah, dog. But this one, this I'm more one. just like, how long can they ride? Like, how long can they ride the train? As long as they keep getting the hottest talent coming in. Think about this: Kushida's coming, ACH is coming, like <laughs> this. Jonah Rock is coming. Like, it's not over. Like, they're not done. Trevor Lee is coming. Trevor Lee is coming. Rachel Ellering is coming. Like, it's not over. Like, they're not done. Eventually, Tessa will... Eventually, Tessa will come. Tessa's not going to be WWE for a long time, if ever. She... The... the, the just be... They, they like... They only respect her because of who her dad is and her pedigree. But from what I've read and heard, the, the, the management does not like Tessa, and Tessa does not like the management. You know what? I've heard a lot of people don't like Tessa. I've heard the same thing. I've heard she might be a little bit hard to work with. I've heard the same thing. Now, if Loki and Teddy Hart can be hired in 2019, Tessa could have a job. But Tessa's quite fine over there with Don Callis. Stay there. I mean, you know, that company knows how to book its women and always has. They the I one thing that, that they've it's the one thing that they've always done well. I will give you that and. I guess half of the women wrestle for a while. A lot of them do, yeah. Yeah, so works out both ways. I mean, the only woman on that company that I just don't understand the appeal of is Allie. But you know, this isn't a show about that company. So let's talk about Takeover. Um, Allie, cool. She cute. Yeah, but she's she's shit in the ring, and I don't understand why she's pushed so hard. That's actually a conversation I'd like to have with you maybe off air. Yeah, let's talk about it later. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm a little higher on Ali than you are. Um, so, um, before we talk about the pay-per-view, I just want to mention that, you know, every every um, takeover, they record the next episode of, for the pre-show. Those yep. two matches are Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai versus Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir and the Street Profits versus the Forgotten Sons. Those are takeover matches. So, I mean, you know, that women's match will be real good. Well, the, the men's match will be good too, but... I mean, I'm high, on the street I'm high on the Street Profits. I'm not as high on the Forgotten Sons. Wesley Blake is one of the better tag team wrestlers in the company. So, I believe that. I believe that. Yeah. Murphy didn't do it alone. As great as Murphy is... Murphy's tremendous. But he didn't do that alone. Not, not by himself. Nope. So Wesley Blake, Wesley Blake and Steve Cutler are a good tag team. They're just their gimmick. I like the gimmick because it's different than anything that's going on right now in the company. But their gimmick is a bit divisive. 
divisive no, divisive you know, no you know what kills the stable for me gunner being in it I don't care how they want to try to repackage him. I don't care how they want to try to present him. The superstar. I'm like, nah. I'm like, nah, nah. Gunner is your main star in this stable. Hey, nah, son. Gun- nah. Gunner, who Gunner was gonna be Impact World Champion at one point. You better respect. Put some respect on his name, bro. Nah, Gunner, who was an Aces and Eights lackey. There was a lot of Aces and Eights lackeys, by the way, including uh, Luke Gallows. He was the director of chaos, hence where yep. the knock came from. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, okay. Let's 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 get through this card first. Uh, we're gonna start from the bottom, work our way up. Um, <laughs> we laughed about how long it's gonna take us to predict this before we started recording, but Matt Riddle in a grudge match, which has been built up tremendously well. Good story. Good story. Great, yes, very good story. Matt Riddle versus the knockout artist Cassius Ono. Matt Riddle's going to win, but it'll take more than six seconds this time. Astute observation. I, I, I would agree. Um, and Just one tangent. Shout out for them finally deciding to use Cassius Ono correctly. Yeah, no, this is the best they've used Cassius Ono. Since he's been back, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love it. I'm very happy. Um, yeah, Matt Riddle wins, and Matt Riddle goes on to something bigger. Yeah. I think. If Matt Riddle got to choose what Matt Riddle would be doing, Matt Riddle would be kicking Brock Lesnar's ass. But we know that's not his next stop. Stranger things have happened, my brother. I mean, he wants it so bad. He wants it so bad. I would be I would be bummed if he got it before Bobby Lashley, though. Because Bobby Lashley resigned on that being one of the reasons he was coming back to the company. So, like... Yeah, but, I mean, Matt Riddle's not quite as damaged as Bobby Lashley is from a character standpoint. They've been rebuilding Bobby Lashley. I'm not sure. saying that they have it, but, sure. like... Sure, you're right. You're there right. There was a lot of damage done. You're, you're right. It's, it's for, for the year he's been back, six, seven months, though, it's been like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> he's in an okay place now, but he had to get there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Riddle wins. No contest. So, next we have the tag team title match between... Everybody's favorite idiots, um, Roddy and Kyle, versus what my good friend Darren calls the Battle Plunderers, the War Raiders. I love that name. Oh, this one's really hard. This one's really hard for me. This one's really hard for me because part of me feels like go ahead and let War Machine take the belts and go ahead and send the Undisputed Era up the card. But another part of me is like, nah, Undisputed Era can keep just, like, causing random chaos on NXT for a while longer. And I love Roddy and Kyle as a tag team. I just, I don't, so, I don't know where they would go from here for either person. Because while there's a lot of tag teams in NXT that are good, none are at the level I think of of fighting for the outside of these two right now, and you could do a lot of building in t- the next two or three months. So that's that's not necessarily a problem. But because I, there's that there's that uncertainty, I'm gonna go with the champs retaining, because undisputed era always finds a way to retain, and I feel like I I feel like they might get their title defense. They might, like, actually win the titles. War Raiders, I'm talking about. Mania, Mania Weekend. 
I mean, could be. I mean, I just feel like it's going to be really hard for me to consistently refer to them as War Raiders. I called them War Machine for so long, so I'm going to fuck it up a lot. But I just, I do feel That's like fair. Hanson and Rowe are one of the rare tag teams. They're kind of like a heavy machinery in the sense of like, I look at them and I'm just like, Vince is going to love them. Vince is going to love Hanson. A big guy that does moonsaults and shit, Vince is going to love that. Yes. But he'll he'll all love heavy machinery more because they're fun. Yes. No, yes. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it, but I'm just like. But big yeah, dudes, I'm just yeah. like, he these are big dudes that nimble can big dudes who are charismatic and have a cool gimmick. And I'm just like, Vince is going to love the shit out of this when he gets his hands on it. That move that Roe does when he has somebody in a power slam position and they put the power bomb on top of him and he slams them both is the craziest See, thing. See, I, I mark I mark for when Hanson does the cartwheels around the ring and yeah. Yeah. like I just mark for yeah. that. And I love, love, love their finisher. Love it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fallout? Yes, mm-hmm. excellent. They're, they're great, but Roddy and Cal. Well, yes, yes, obviously. obviously. And... And the Undisputed Era needs something to do, seeing as Adam Cole and Bobby Fish are a bit aimless as we speak. I mean, shows you how stacked TakeOver is, uh, or NXT is, and how great the formula is that both Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream aren't on this card, and nobody's, like, crying about it. And, based on what happened this past NXT, they could be a match on, on TakeOver Tomorrow, and nobody would be upset. Or they could be surprise entrants in the Royal Rumble. Shh. Adam Cole's already been in one, so. I mean, I'm just saying, I'd mark hard for a Velveteen Royal Rumble spot. It would make sense with what he's doing on Twitter, you know, so. Mm-hmm. I'm down. Yeah. I'm I'm. Any, more Velveteen Dream in my life. Always a good thing. Life. Always a good thing. Speaking of people who we want more of in our life, let's talk about the EST of NXT. Look, man. My, my heart hurt so bad when the crowd started chanting overrated at her. Fuck the crowd. How dare you? I got back I got back the same thought process I got when they started chanting Sasha's ratchet at Sasha. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. Like, I love the crowd because they're so engaging. And it worked. It got the desired effect, but there's nothing overrated about Bianca Belair. If you've watched everything she's done from the she very beginning... She might still be underrated. It, well, one thing she is, is she is... Defeated. Full neck roll. I need the gum chewing. Shayna Baszler's a, a badass. Shayna Baszler is, might be the best champion in the company. Her and Pete Dunne think are the two best and champions. And Shayna is already, even still in NXT, Shayna is one of the most complete women on the roster. One 100%. of Because she can talk. She has complete command of her character. And mm-hmm. she can she go. Can with multiple styles. Mm-hmm. Multiple styles. She's, she's gone out there with high flyers, with brawlers. With mat wrestlers, she's done it all. With strikers, she can go. Now, the one type, the one style of wrestler she hasn't fought yet in WWE or NXT is the power wrestler, and you know what Bianca's coming coming with. So I'm curious to see. I don't doubt she will, but it's something to be said for a person who didn't grow up in the sport. 
She's not a second generation wrestler. She didn't grow up a wrestling fan. This is something she attained to do. She just found it later in life and got really good at it and fell in love with it, which is fine. But this is the biggest moment she's ever had in the business. She's never had a takeover match before. First takeover match at takeover at the takeover of Royal Rumble right before WrestleMania for the title. Do you think she can actually pull it off and stay undefeated with the veteran who has cut everybody's legs from underneath them? I'm going to say the same. I'm going to say some of the same thing that I said when we talked about Shayna before the last takeover. Shayna is getting to the point in NXT kind of like with Asuka where it's like, okay, when when are you going to wind her down? She's reached an apex that, like, she she's beat everybody that you've thrown in front of her. There really isn't a whole lot left for her to do. Yeah, you could run her and Kyrie Sane back, I guess, or you could put her against no. Io Shirai would maybe, but, like, Shane has done it all that there is to do. Like, let her lose this title. Let her come out in a Royal Rumble. And then decide which roster you're going to stick her ass on and start building her ass the fuck up. I think Shane is a guarantee for the Rumble. Win or lose. Or actually, no, but she'll I... probably stay in NXT and get the rematch, and then she can lose her rematch, and then after WrestleMania, she can go full-time. Roster. Well, yeah, but but they, 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 they'll they call you up and still have you do finish up in NXT. True. They've done it all the time. Like, every wrestler gets called up. When they get called up from NXT, they still finish up their I just don't know if they're going to call somebody somebody other than the people who they've already announced as call-ups up during the Mm -hmm. build to Mania. That's fair. Now, she doesn't have to be called up just to be in the Rumble. No, no. I I still expect to see her in the Rumble. That's not what I mean. I still expect to see her in the Rumble. But I just mean, like, as far as her being full-time called up, I don't know if that's going to be until after Mania. But I'm going to pick Bianca. Um, the only, the only request I have for this match, and I don't know if we'll actually get to see it because of how established Shayna is, but Bianca's a powerhouse and I love watching Bianca do a, a gorilla press slam. I want to see her. That yeah. Left. I want to see her press slam Shayna. I want to, cause there's something more impressive about her doing it because she is a powerhouse wrestler, but she's still petite. Like, yes. I expect Tamina and Naya and Awesome Kong and those – I expect those ladies to be power yeah. wrestlers because they're bigger women yeah. wrestlers. It's just all muscle. Yeah, wear. Bianca is teeny fucking tiny, but she is built like a tank. Yeah. And so something about seeing her do that power game is just great. So I got Bianca, of course, too, for the same reasons you said – because there's nothing there's nothing else for Shanna to do, as you said. But I am I'm worried. I don't know that these two I'm scared they might not have the best chemistry. I could see that. I could see that. I'm concerned. I am concerned about that. I don't now two women I'm concerned just because I've not seen her put in a situation yet where she's had to. As great as Shayna is, can she carry the match? That's a good point. I don't know. Because uh, because she's going to have to run point just from an experience standpoint. You're right. She You're right. is and she's, she's been, the she's champion. Been 
She is. Yeah. We just said she's one of the most. She's the veteran. She's one of the most complete women on the card. She's the biggest name woman on that on that and, roster. And she's been there. Yeah, before. and she's been there before. So she's going to have to run point. And she could, especially with it being Bianca's first takeover, she could be in a situation where she's got to carry some of the spot yeah. in this match. And and every woman that 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 Shayna's had to wrestle so far has been an A plus 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 wrestler. Ember, who's Kyrie, all who's equally Candace, as experienced Dakota. as her, is the bigger part. Absolutely. Like, you know, Dakota might not do a whole lot for me from a personality standpoint, but Homegirl is experienced and has been doing it forever. So yeah. everybody that Shane has had to face so far has been a big-time veteran in terms of years and years and years honing the crap. Bianca ain't that. And I'm, I am not trying to sit here and say Bianca's not good because we don't know how great Bianca could be this match. Yes. Bianca could come out and, like, be one of those Jeff Hardy types where it's just like from a very early spot, you were just like, Oh shit, this, this, she, she got it. Well, no, I'll give you a better example. We just talked about her before we started talking about this. She, Ronda Rousey took to this faster than anybody I think I've ever seen. Bianca's taken to it like that. But Ron's first match was at WrestleMania in one of the main events. You know, Bianca's had two years to build up and have subtle, but quiet classics with Diana Perrazzo and Nikki Cross and just and Mercedes Martinez and all this other and women. And a fire-ass so, entrance theme coming out, swinging her hair entrance. with that like a fucking rope. I'm telling you. And we got pseudo-babyface Bianca. Does that mean she wrestles different now? I hope not. I hope not. Because This is the most intriguing match of the card to me from an in-ring standpoint because you don't know what you're going to get. These next two. You you know you're getting five star classics between those them. This one could be four and a half or it could be two. You don't know. And the intrigue is so interesting because you don't know what's gonna come of this. But I'll say this. I did not think Bianca and Nikki Cross would have the chemistry they had. They had great chemistry. This might be similar. True facts. True facts. Um so before we get to the main event, we gotta talk about the North American title match um, between Ricochet and Johnny Gargano and I was listening to our brothers Ricky and Clive and I didn't I never thought about it but Ricochet really hasn't defended the title that much I mean Tyler Breeze got a title shot I know Pete Dunne got a title shot and of course he then he had the triple threat title shot with Pete and Adam Cole and of course Adam Cole got the rematch right after he won it from him, but yeah, he really hasn't. Most of the that time he spent, well, because most of the time he spent as champion was the build up to War Games, and so he was part of yeah. this like team clusterfuck shit for like ever. Um, yeah. I mean, but in the same breath, in the same breath, Johnny Gargano, who is the heart and soul of that entire, he's taking he's taking the mantle from Sami Zayn and become the heart and soul of that place. Has never won a single championship. Not a one, and I don't. Not one. I don't know that he gets one on Saturday. Uh oh. Okay. Expound on that, sir. Well, mostly because I feel like they'll know what they can do with Johnny, whether he gets a title or not. If Ricochet loses the title and they're not going to put Ricochet on two hundred five or somewhere else, what the fuck are they going to do with Ricochet? 
Ricochet is bred and is bred and is being set up for the main roster. Where? Don't know. But he's being set up for that. Ricochet might be in the rumble. Um, that's a good question, but let me tell you why I think Gargano's the way you go. Number one, he's never won a he's never won a title before. They're gonna want to rectify that. Number two, and and I, I don't know I don't know if you've been you've caught up with NXT as much as I have recently, but this will he won't he? I hate you, I love you, but we're I, I'm following you again. Kind of love affair between him and Champa, which has started to kind of manifest itself again. This past week, this past NXT uh, episode of NXT, Ricochet came out to call out Gargano. Gargano came out and said, I'm not, this isn't old Johnny Gargano where I come out here and I run out here and just fight like crazy. It's 2019. New Johnny Gargano and he walks into the ring and they just punch him in the face. They start fighting. As they're fighting, Ciampa comes out of nowhere and jumps Ricochet. So every time Ricochet gets down, Ciampa and Gargano lock eyes and they keep helping each other indirectly. Alistair Black comes out and is beating the holy hell out of, out of, uh, Champa while Gargano and Ricochet are on the ground. Johnny Gargano stops as Ricochet's down, looks in the ring at Champa, thinks about it, then jumps in the ring to help Champa by beating up Alistair Black. They both hit their finishers at the same time, a springboard DDT and the they're the Angels wings to me because I'm a Daniels guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Angels yeah. wings. And then they both sit down and stare at each other. Champa rolls out of the ring holding Goldie. Gargano rolls out of the ring. They walk up the ramp together, like not together, but kind of together, and they're looking at each other. They stare at each other at the top of the ramp, and Champa extends his hand, and Candace comes out and pushes Gargano away and says, we're not doing this again. No, you can't do this. And Johnny's like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, of course not. But then he's like, he's stupefied looking at, 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 at Champa. I think there is something to be said with those two possibly ending the night as the two singles champions of NXT. Think about it. I mean, the whole, you know what, you know what's sad? My takeaway from the story you just told was, shit, I forgot Candice was on the roster. You know, if this, if this storyline wasn't one of the best WWE's ever produced, I would feel more bad for Candace because Candace is possibly, possibly, quite possibly the most talented person in that building. Candace is amazing, amazing. She is, and she's been just been fodder for this storyline. But this is one of the best storylines. The storyline is great. Candace's biggest crime, Candace's only crime, is that she's married to the biggest star on the brand. And, and that puts way, her forever in his shadow. John, yeah, you're right. And she came in after him, after he established being the biggest star in the brand. That's what hurt her the most, is she came in after he was already established. Um, Gargano really, really, really trying to take, trying to take uh, the new Shawn Michaels hat. Shine hard. Because he, he is a Shawn Michaels clone right now. I mean... And in, uh, in everything he's doing. Honestly, he's better looking than Shawn Michaels. I'm just saying. Oh. Never something I never worried about. I know, but I'm just putting it out there. Like... I hate... But I hate the, I hate the old white guy comb over. 
like when you part from like the side of your head, like and that's I've done do nothing. I mean, it's yeah, no, it's but I'm not talking about the hair. I'm talking about the whole pack. Like that face is way more appealing than Sean's ever was, and it doesn't have all the telltale signs of years of meth abuse. Not meth. Coke. Oh, that's right. He grew up Get during right. the crack epidemic. Get it right. He's an eighty baby. Um, you better respect my guy. <laughs> Yo, the main event, as great um, as it's going to be, we could honestly talk about it in just as quick a time as we talked about Matt Riddle and Cassius Ono, because Ciampa so you, versus you Aleister Black, Black no Tommaso Ciampa, next, please. You think Aleister Black has nope. no chance? I think... Like zero Like chance. zero chance, because I think Aleister's, like, done with NXT. You know what I would do with Aleister right now? I'd give him that program that they were going to do with Lars, but the, Lars has panic attacks and can't do it anymore. Well, you've already known what I've wanted for I months. I give Alistair that push, but that's just me. You know, you know, but you know what I've wanted for months. Mm-hmm. I want Alistair to get caught up to SmackDown and face Brian for the title. Yeah, so like, yeah, either way, I think Alistair's done in NXT, and because I really do honestly think Alistair's done in NXT, I think he has no chance in this match. I think Ciampa wins to put a bow on the whole Alistair Black thing, and Alistair moseys on off to the main roster, and Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano are still in NXT because it's the call-up that never happens because the, they are the faces of a brand. And there's nothing wrong with that. So you're right. I just wanted to just play devil's advocate. Um, and because we know Ciampa's... We, we're pretty sure Ciampa's going to win. That's why I'm sure... That's why I believe Gargano wins. Because I feel like Gargano, after he wins the title, comes out later on to help Ciampa beat Alster and DIY reforms as the two-man two power trip... Because Chomper is a Chomper is a new is a mini Triple H and Gargano is a mini. Yeah, Michaels. but wasn't the two man power trip Triple H and Stone Cold? Don't point out facts when I'm making points, okay? And, you can't and do that. Is is Gargano or Chompa gonna be the one that mm-hmm. sings to the other one? I'm gonna have to say it's gotta what... be Chompa because Chompa talks to the belt like Austin talked to the watch. Did you did you see uh, Champa tweeted out that he should win every single NXT award? And for NXT female, he said vote for Goldie. <laughs> I love it, man. But you, come on, man, a heel DIY as both as top single. I mean, champions? I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I just I would I'm, I'm just it. gonna say that I love listening to your argument of because we're all convinced that he's gonna win. That's why he's going to lose. It's like your Brock Lesnar-Finn Balor argument. Because we're all convinced Brock's going to win, that's why he will lose. I'm just saying, it's, some, it's something to swerve. Something to a pay-per-view swerve. You don't get him on TV, but you get him on pay-per-view. Um, yes, and you know, and to put a bow on NFC TakeOver, you know who's going to save us from the evil DIY? Mm. Matthew Riddle. Probably, bro. Probably, bro. He's gonna barefoot his way in and knee him in the face, bro. Um, so Royal Rumble. Um, it would we would be remiss if we did not point out that this is Carl's favorite show of the year. 
Um, it's also my favorite show of the year. I am okay. uh, I am a huge stand for the Royal Rumble match. Um, my old favorite sh- uh, show of the year growing up as a 90s baby was the King of the Ring tournament. But as a 90s baby, the King of the Ring tournament used to be entertaining as fuck. Um, now it's just gone. So he gone. Royal Rumble can have that place. Uh, I just I love the match. I love the gimmick. I love the actual stakes behind it and the surprise entrances and it's it's one of the few shows with where you're guaranteed not to be disappointed because it's as long as the royal rumble matches themselves don't suck nobody gives a fuck about the rest of the card like literally it's the best time of year if you're on the rest of the card because there is no pressure for you because nobody's going to be talking about your match at the end of the night 100 percent um so let's start from the beginning all right yeah, yeah, I'm done. Let's let's talk about the the kickoff show, and the kickoff show has two fire matches. We're gonna talk. Let's talk about that United States title match. Who I don't know who has the championship. Rusev has the championship. Rusev is the, yeah, you uh, know he's facing. You know I, I still love Rusev. Don't get me wrong, but the travesty of justice of what was done to Aiden English will haunt me for. For years, and I don't think I've gotten over it yet. Bro, Aiden is so happy he ain't got to take bumps for no reason no more. Yep. Get paid the same to sit yeah, and talk. Got to Aiden, to 205 dream. commentary. Like, that's... Well, evil. hold on. Not, you say that, but Nigel started off just doing like a few shows, and now he's on three. Aiden might be the next guy to take over whatever. <sighs> I would just much rather have Aiden as a manager or a tag team wrestler. And for the record, when they announced that he was going to do it, they were very adamant to mention he was still an active competitor. (sighs) I I just, I don't know. I love Aiden. I do. But anyway, um, I'm going to pick Rusev in the match because I don't know what the fuck's going on with Shinsuke. And so, Rusev. Do you... Do you believe the rumors that Shinsuke is interested in going no. back to Japan? Yeah, Shinsuke get paid. No, Shinsuke no. gets paid shit tons of money to wrestle a way easier style. No, you don't need to delve in any further. That the answer, of course, was no. He's good here, and he wanted to live in America. He'd much rather live in Orlando or Tampa than Kyoto. No, just to Kyoto, which is probably a really nice town. Um, yes, Rusev wins, and is Lana pregnant? Bro, I don't know. They keep playing these games. Like, um, you know, they said they got a new addition to the family and ended up being a puppy. Now Rusev talking about, bitching about gender reveals on Twitter. Like, they keep playing real, real heavy. Maybe she is. I don't know. Um... Yeah, but Rusev, Rusev beats Shinsuke. Um, I love both those guys. Do let's do something with yeah. them. Let's, let's yeah, let's give them. If we got time, more if we got time on the show for fucking Orton and his bullshit and a Vince McMahon segment. Orton did a, wait. Hold on, no, I, I'm not. I'm. I'll give that segment props, like for the surprise of it all in the end. He was on the screen for all of okay. five seconds. Good reveal. Okay. That's great. You know, I have no use for Randy Orton. 
Um, I do, but you can't complain about five seconds. But, like, you got all this time to put Shane in a tag team with The Miz, and you got time to make... And you got time to let Vince have five-minute segments and ten-minute segments on the shows every week. You got time to do something with Shinsuke. You're right. You're right. I just... You're right. You know, you're absolutely right. I just... Like, I know you hate Randy Orton. I get that. But Randy Orton was on TV for all of literally, literally like a minute and ten seconds. It was was the proper way to use Randy Orton. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um... Let's get to this other kickoff show before we knock out this this, this card. Um, the Cruiserweight Champions. Shout out to Buddy Murphy getting the Cruiserweight title on the main pay-per-views. Well, not the main cards, but it's the pay-per-view still. Because be- before Buddy Murphy had the championship, they went on pay-per-views at all. He's defending um, against. It's a, it's a federal four-way between him, Akira Tozawa, uh, the Lucha Booty, who, whose name will just be the Lucha Booty for now on. Oh. And Hideo and Hideo Tommy. Yeah, Kalisto. Um I don't watch A really random match. It's a really random match. They had individual matches to get into this match. And I think like Tazawa beat uh I think Tazawa beat Leo Rush and one of them beat Cedric Alexander. Like they beat heavy hitters to get into this match. Um I don't generally watch 205, and if it's not Drew Gulak, I don't care. So I'm going to pick Buddy Murphy to retain. There's no, way, there's no way Murphy loses. There's no way Murphy loses. Not to any of those. Well, Hideo is being rebuilt, so I wouldn't call him a scrub. But the rest of them, yeah. I will I will say this. The The bigger question is, what does Murphy, Murphy do going into Mania? Now that Ali is gone. Because that's where you would have gone, naturally. Murphy Ali finished the story at Mania. Murphy gone. I mean, Ali gone. So that's something that I'm paying attention to. And uh, I'm sure all 17 of the viewers of 205 Live are wondering. Um, Main Main card. So let's talk about the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match between the bar... Versus the best in the world and the miss. You know, the homies Ricky and Clive pointed something out about the bar that is worth noting. Poor bar always end up being the team that has to take these sad L's for other people's ridiculous shit. They had to lose to Braun with the little kid. Every year Cesaro gets fucked up on Halloween or Christmas or anytime there's any kind of prop thing, it ends up on Cesaro. Like, the New Day stay making them look like fools. I I almost feel bad. But, I mean, at the end of the day, the Miz and Shane McMahon are probably going to win this match because WWE seems hell-bent on trying to make me hate everything involving this angle, and that's the only thing that could make me hate it more. Oh, Shane, why? I think you need to give a little more respect to the best in the world. Listen, I'm I, the co-best... <laughs> whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, Miz and Shane winning. Like, you can smell this from a mile Are they going to have matching tights? Or, I mean, is Shane's outfit going to match Miz's tights? They're matching because they've I know talked, they've about, talked it about it too much. I wonder if they're actually going to do it. 
And 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 I will say, if if Shane wear the Jordans that Miz got him for his birthday, that's that's hella story. That's hella storyline continuity. If Shane doesn't wear the Jordans that Miz got him, that's a hella great storyline reason for Miz to turn on Shane later. And you know Miz don't need many reasons. I mean, this is the WWE. If Chris Jericho and Kane can have a last man standing match that stemmed from spilt coffee, the Miz can damn sure turn on this man after I bought you a present and you didn't even fucking wear it. Yeah, I can see it happening. Um, Yeah, Miz and Shane definitely are going to win. And you know what? You're right about the bar, but I will say this. That lets me know that that, that they're valued. Because they keep letting the bar be in these positions. There's a certain tag team on Raw that's talking about leaving that can't get in the No, no, there's a certain tag team on Raw that's talking about leaving that is also traditionally used to be the butt of the joke in these segments. But unlike the bar, that tag team is not, in fact, three-time main roster tag team champions. Five? Are they five-time now? Five-time. Oh, okay. The bar, the bar, the new day, and the day, Usos and the are all Usos five times. But you know what? The bar, the new day, and the Usos are the best tag teams of the decade. So, I mean, yeah, the, the go, yeah. Usos and the New Day are two of the best tag teams of all fucking time. So, like, you know, yeah, exactly, one hundred percent. They could all have five tag all teams. The yeah, they could all have yeah, five you, times. You're talking about that. Uh, yeah. So yeah, and and shout out to the bar. Keep getting them chips. Hell yeah, man. Especially Cesaro. Keep getting them chips. I don't know why I like Cesaro so much more than Sheamus, but I always have. Well, Cesaro's more talented That could be why I've always liked him. But Sheamus has has a better grasp of character and is a better talker than Cesaro is. I think my issue with Sheamus is... Push too soon. No. It's more like the Dolph Ziggler effect of up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. And so now I can't take you him say seriously that, anymore. But but he ain't been as low as Dolph has, and he's been way higher. Uh, you're, I mean, no, you're, like, you're right. The difference between Dolph's world title reigns and Sheamus' uh, world title reigns is very, very different. But it's still a say, It's they're still similar in the terms of like, they're pushed really high, and then their push just kind of disappears, and then it comes back again, and then it just kind of disappears. But that's that. But that's that. That's that mid That's that mid two thousand. That like the twenty tens group of guys. Them and the Miz, Ziggler and Miz and Del Rio and Barrett, and those those guys all got those kind of pushes because they tried, didn't work. So let's bring it back down. We gotta try again because anybody Cody Rhodes. Drew McIntyre. Well, we got to try again because ain't nobody else going to replace them. Didn't work. Let's bring them back down. And and that's part of the reason why it was when the Shield and the Wyatts debuted in 2014, it was so necessary. Oh, Bray. 2013. Oh, Bray. Bray. Um, so, do you want to do the Oh, yeah, we'll save the Rumbles for last. last. Let's, just, let's just plow through these uh, matches first, and then we'll do the Rumbles. Okay, so let's go. Well, then we, we're going straight to the, to the main championships. Then let's do this first. Uh, Ronda Rousey versus Sasha Banks. Apparently, apparently doesn't matter because Sasha's leaving after WrestleMania. Well, I'm gonna take Ronda um, because she might be leaving after WrestleMania, but her ass gonna be on a marquee in New York. So <laughs> she gonna get this work. Does Does Sasha have a chance? Hell no. 
Okay. <laughs> she got a chance of botching a move or two, but she ain't got no chance of winning this match. Doug, I... <laughs> oh, that's hilarious you said that. I, I asked uh, I asked Ricky the other day, because Ricky said she's going to... Ricky and, and Carl both said they're going to... They took the over. Yeah, they took the over, not the under. Right? My my question was, does a wardrobe malfunction count as a botch? I'm going to say no, because a wardrobe malfunction okay. could be inadvertently your opponent's fault. Monday it was on it was on yeah, like, for sure. A wardrobe malfunction could be your opponent's fault. But like, no. Nah. She ain't got no chance in this match. She if if so for those of you listening, if you if you were comp- if you were concerned about Foxy when Foxy wrestled uh Ronda Ronda Ronda's gonna throw Sasha around like a rag doll. And Rosh, um, and Sasha has the propensity to scare the living hell out of you with the bump she takes. So this is gonna be interesting to watch. I'll say this though: it it's good to see Sasha back in a position of prominence, which she deserves to be in. But for the love of God, change your hair color, boo! Bubblegum pink is ugly as fuck. It's either pink or purple is one of the two. I don't care. If, I don't care if she wants to make it a bright color, but like, pink and purple are too much. But she's the boss. I guess. I guess. Give me the glow over the boss any day. That's one thing we agree on, sir. Um, yes, I got. I got Ronda too because there's no way Ronda is not going into. Ronda's not going to lose her first match. And I know people are gonna say she technically lost, but lose her first singles match nope. before Mania. They they're nope. not that dumb. They did that with Sasha, did that with Charlotte a couple years ago, and they realized yep. what it was. So she gonna win. Now this uh, the SmackDown match that's a little more interesting. Well, go ahead. I, you, you're you're the biggest uh, you're the biggest Becky Stan I know. No, I'm Please. not the biggest Becky Stan you know. I'm just the only Becky Stan in our group that hasn't completely turned against Becky yet. Well, to be fair, to be fair, me and Clive never were on the Becky train. Yeah, and now Carl got off the train. Oh, Carl was never fully on board of any train because Carl don't watch shit. But, there you know. You um, there you go. Yes. But you are correct. Anyway, um, no, I, I think Asuka's going to win the match ultimately because I I know you've got that opinion on, like, a potential triple threat unification scenario that's, like, I don't think it's going to happen. It's a cool just, idea. I the idea, and it's, it's interesting. It's a cool idea. I mean, I'd stand yes. for it. I'm not saying I wouldn't stand for it. For the, for the record, for those of you listening, the scenario I heard, and I heard it from Busted Open, so shout out to Dave LaGreca and Blu-ray. But the idea is that possibly Ronda retains, Becky beats Oscar, Charlotte wins the Rumble. Charlotte said, I don't want one, I want them both. I'm the queen. I've done everything. I want them both. Triple threat. Unify the title. You get everything you want. Main event. Boom. I. It would be interesting as hell. I'm not saying it I'm would gonna... be interesting. Go ahead. But no, I do think ultimately in the end, Asuka wins the match. But I'm more interested in the how does Asuka win the match, and then how do we follow that up? Because I have my ideas for how I'd follow it up, but I want to talk more about that part. With in the actual women's rumble discussion, as far as the okay. how she loses the match, 
I could see this match happening before the Raw match, and I could see Ronda costing Becky the match. Well, she cost her a match already before, so... Yeah, and, and that's the route that they go down to kind of still keep Becky somewhat protected, but Asuka's going to win a match because I think Asuka does something else at Mania. What that is, I'm not sure yet. I know that I'd like, going off of our previous discussion, I'd like for Asuka to face Shayna, but that's just my little pipe dream. That, that would, that would, that's, that's a main event worthy match. I still think... Asuka, Asuka, oh, Naomi I think Asuka versus Naomi it. with an actual build behind it would be great. But, like, yeah. I think one of them has to semi-turn. And I think Asuka would turn. I think you saw, you're seeing, you're seeing remnants of that in your past two SmackDowns. Asuka acted a lot more heelish than she's acted in a long time. And I know it's, it might not be heelish because Becky's technically heel playing a face. But it's drastically different than the Oscar we're used to on the main roster. I would just love Naomi to start it with, like, homegirl, you've been watching me get my shit rocked by Mandy and Sonya and all their bullshit, you and you ain't come to help me out? What the fuck is this? She tried to take, she tried to take my man everything, and you just Like, a, you? after I came to your defense when they was coming for you? What is this? I'm with it. And... One would make one, one would have you believe that that's the that's partially the reason why Naomi's been put in this prominent position outside of the title. I, I don't want to keep you know what, but I don't want ideology. us to think that. I, I want us to think that Naomi is being pushed because Naomi is another person who has figured her character development out to the point where everything she does is so natural. Especially, yeah. but I mean, especially this Mandy angle. But then again, that's because she just gets to be her fierce, angry self. And like, I love watching her embrace. Like, oh, you gonna come for my man? I'm gonna show you how ratchet I can be. But think, but think about how big that angle is, though. That angle's so big, they cooled the Usos down to, for this angle. I mean, they took. I love they that took they're. The title but I love that they're. Usos. I love that they're highlighting relationship goals because that's what you and me have been calling know. Naomi and Jimmy forever. What are you? Yeah, I was like, y'all, they are relationship goals. Yes, I, for the record, I have I have Oscar winning too. My I guess my my last question about this match is this: Do you see any scenario where Becky is not in? The match with Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. Do I see? Oh, I mean, yeah, I see a scenario. I mean, shit, last year we thought there was no fucking way they would do Roman versus Brock again. And there was no fucking way that Brock would beat Roman again. And they did it. So, like, I could totally see a scenario where fucking... Becky beats Asuka and either Nia Jax wins the Rumble and challenges Becky or Charlotte wins the Rumble and challenges Ronda or whatever else. Uh, yeah, I could see it. I, I think it'd be stupid as fuck. But I'd see Same I here. could see it. Same here. And and everybody's saying that they're the only reason as and I, look, I know I said this later. But the only reason somebody would think that Becky and Nia is still a possible thing would be because you listen to Dave. Because there has been nothing to show that they have anything left to do with each other. I said the same thing about Roman and, and Brock last year. 
So I understand that I could be dead wrong. But there has been nothing... To indicate that that's the thing. A possibility. Okay, <clears throat> let's stay on SmackDown. Let's talk about the 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 real AJ Styles versus the Captain the Planet. Planet champion, Captain Planet, the new Daniel Bryan. Um, and, and for the record, y'all, we here at the Outsiders Edge are Planeteers, and you can be one too, because the audience is fickle as fuck, and he out here spitting hot fire truth. Well, I was gonna sing the whole Planeteer song for sure. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes, but we all play tears. I, yes. I, I love that you were going to sing the song because I was singing it in my head. I know when you say you were, we were playing tears, but too, I was the same thing. I planted is the thing. <laughs> but yeah, Daniel, oh, Daniel is out here spitting hot truths, and Captain Planet is going to save our planet by beating Maga Styles. Problem with that is, what does he do next? I don't give a fuck. As long as he keeps spitting hot fire. Um, no, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, though, um, as far as what he does next. What do either of them do next? Actually? Yeah, um, he, I feel like it's got to be Daniel because we can't put the belt back on AJ right now. AJ just lost the belt, and he held the belt for fucking ever at the expense of other people on the card, as we've talked about extensively. So I feel yes. like Daniel got to win. Um, I agree. I mean, I'm... And there's this Vince thing looming, too. Yes. With AJ. Um, honestly, I'll tell you what I'd like to see. I don't think it's going to happen, but what I'd like to see... I know people talking about, oh, Seth versus Brock is the way to go. Man, fuck that. I'd like Seth to win the Rumble and face Daniel. Move Seth over to SmackDown, number one, because get Seth the fuck off Raw. Um, well, that's happening in the shake But yeah, Well, I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't care when it happens. I just need him... I need it to happen, and I need him and Dean not to be on the same show. Well, just because you said that, Dean's yeah, I know. Because Seth and Our Dean forever, gotta fight just forever, like Kevin, like Kevin and Sammy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but no, um, that's what I'd like to see be next for him. As far as what could actually be next for him, like. Our homies over at the Ricky and Clive show threw out Mysterio's name as a possibility. It is. I'm not interested nope. in it, but it is a possibility. They could put him up there against uh, Johnny Boots and Tights. I don't want to see that either, but it's a possibility. Uh, it's okay, a possibility. so hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Time out real quick. John Cena versus Daniel Bryan. In this iteration, with Bryan being the dastardly heel against the old veteran John Cena who left, who got broken up by Brian's sister-in-law and is 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 trying to keep his relevance and get one and last terrible hair. Fight fame. It <laughs> has it ha- and look for one last one last chance at fame and and breaking the rep. That's a big match. It is a big match. You're right. No, it's a big match. It's a big match that I personally don't want to see. If they go in that direction, okay, I'm not going to sit here and say that's a stupid business move or anything like that. Because, like you said, that's a big match, and there are plenty of different stories that they could tell if that's the route they chose to go in. I just don't personally want to see it because personally I would rather they push somebody like Mustafa or Andrade or Seth from over on raw or just somebody different. Here's why, here's why I don't want it to be Mustafa. And 
please don't take that as I don't like the kid. I think Mustafa Ali is one of the most engaging acts on the entire. I mean, company. I've heard your crit, but I mean, I've I think heard he's your criticisms amazing. for like Becky, and so like I know your philosophy on earn it. Yes, I don't push him too hard, too fast. If if you're a baby face, like if you get pushed fast as a heel, cool, because that's the point. But if you get pushed that fast to the moon as a as a baby and not just as a baby but as an underdog well, and an undersized one at that like he's small for a under- and, and let's let's please acknowledge that he wasn't good enough i'm not gonna say good enough he wasn't able to win the cruiserweight First, championship oh, oh, uh, well and can i speaking of him being a cruiserweight can i just say that all y'all motherfuckers that said finn balor was too small or is too small but you're standing for Mustafa, and I say this as a fan of both. Finn is bigger than Mustafa, you dumb motherfuckers. Yeah. So if if Finn is too small, but you're sitting here talking about Mustafa need to get pushed to the moon, accept the fact that you are a dipshit hypocrite and do better. You're right, but Mustafa not facing the, the human juggernaut. Oh, no, I mean, so. I'm not talking about, like, who's likely to win the match against their opponent. I'm just talking like people yeah. are always saying Finn's too small, but the same people that are saying Finn's too small are also out here in the streets talking about how much they love Mustafa and how they need to push Mustafa. I agree that Mustafa's awesome. I agree that we should push Mustafa. I agree that more Mustafa Ali on my television would be a good thing. But if you think that Finn Balor is too small, then what the fuck is Mustafa Ali? You are 100 percent right. 100, 100. Look, you 100 percent right, and we're gonna get to Finn in a second. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna definitely gonna get to Finn in a second. Um, I think Brian wins. I do, but but the concern is what happens next. And Vince doesn't throw himself into into segments or into um, into angles. Yo, they could end. It could, this could end with Miz versus AJ. With Vince in AJ's corner and Shane in Mrs. Corner. <laughs> because that's some shit that they would do. And it's a big yep. match because it's a McMahon's match. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Miz versus AJ is big on his own. Yo, can but, Miz find... But, can, you, but you add to me, pal. Yo, can Miz finally win the WWE title again this year? Can this be the year that he gets that belt back, please? Please. The year of 2019? Please. Like, I, I don't even care if he holds it forever. Like, at this point, I'd settle for him getting a transitional reign. But, like, can this be the year that we officially recognize that this motherfucker is a WWE title contender? So, I'll say this. Normally, being with Shane is a precursor to success. I hope so. I hope so. Just leave it, I'm just, just leave it at that. Um, so yes, uh, we both, I think we both yes. Daniel, but the, the, but, but I, this, this, hopefully this illuminates something of what could possibly be. Next. Yeah. There's gotta be some kind of a setup to what's coming either after the match or during the match or something like I, we need some hints. I think Vince would be involved in some kind of way. Possibly. Um, possibly. Yeah. Um, so let's get to. Probably the most talked about match on the card that's not a, a rumble, and this is Finn Balor versus the Beast Brock Lesnar. Talked about for so many reasons. 
first and foremost, let's Brock see. doesn't work with anybody he doesn't want to work with, so Brock handpicked Finn when Braun got hurt. Number one is Brock likes or, or respects whatever you want to say. Brock like what so Brock likes. Brock respects Finn Balor. What Brock likes is wrestling smaller wrestlers because he recognizes that he has better matches against them. Well, well, Brock and Taker are built a lot of like, not just physically, but mentally. Taker's best matches were always with cruisers or smaller guys because Taker moves like a smaller guy to be 6'10", 320. Brock does too. So it's a better it's a better match for him. I think that Brock will make Finn look good. I mean, yeah, Finn's talented. I, and, and I don't mean that Brian disrespectfully. Look- Finn's talented as fuck. Like, Finn is fucking good. I'm saying Brock will sell for Finn in a way that makes Finn look better. I think in the end, Brock will still win because how Brock Lesnar is house money and you never bet against the house. Well, yes. So when in doubt, pick Brock or Charlotte. Yep. That's basically WWE yep. rule, WWE law. It used to be pick Cena, but Cena's lost a lot recently. I'll say this. Two things tell me. Oh God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Two things tell. God, I can't. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I'm really gonna say this. Wow. Oh my God. Two things tell me Finn's gonna beat Brock. I can't believe I said that statement. First thing is they wouldn't have done all they did for Finn and build him up to the level they did in the past two weeks just to get just to get beat. That's not something they do. No, no, it's something I wouldn't put a pass they did. Something they often do. Number two. Braun is cleared. They keep reintroducing Braun and and not taking away from this for a reason. I've said this to you privately, but let me say this on air. This reminds me a lot of 2004 with Eddie and Brock and Goldberg. With Brock and Goldberg having beef, Eddie being the under being the being the underutilized but over-deserving challenger to underdog challenger to the beast. Brock not giving him any respect in the build-up or in the match. And Goldberg getting a ticket from Stone Cold coming in while the ref had a ref bump, spearing Brock. Eddie hits the frog splash. Eddie beats the beast. And Brock gets ready to go off in the sunset and have his one final match against Goldberg. Brock is going to start fighting again after Mania. Facts. Facts. Brock, because he's going to fight again, was probably going to be gone for a while. Braun has to beat Brock eventually. Has to. So I see a scenario like that with Braun coming in with the ref, be- ref bump or something. Braun coming in, um, beating up uh, Brock, hitting with the running power slam, Finn hitting the coup de gras, winning the championship, Finn moving on to whatever he does at Mania, and those two having their final showdown at Mania, whatever it is. And if you remember on Raw, Brock, Braun told Finn, you better be Brock. I mean, that's a distinct possibility. That's a distinct possibility, and we all know that the only way Braun's ever going to actually beat Brock beat Brock is if the title's not on the line, so 
Yes, and Brock keeps his heat. Not Brock, but Braun, Braun gets his heat back. Finn gets the biggest ovation of the night. Brock continues to be hated from a, from a character standpoint. Like it's, I, I think it's a positive all around. As long as and, it doesn't, as and, long as it doesn't lead to Baron Corbin versus Finn Balor for the Universal Title. Oh, that's oh, that's the main event of Evolution. <laughs> you know? This is the feud that never ends. <laughs> um, can you see? That oh happening? yeah, I can see that happening. That's a player plausible scenario. Would you be okay with Finn beating Brock in any other scenario? I like, would. Would you be cool I, with I, Finn I would. beat Brock clean? No, no interference. No I nothing. would, but like I'm not one of those fans who gets caught up on uh, on the realism of the size differential. I'm just like, man, I watched Rey Mysterio beat the Big Show clean. So, I, I can watch Finn like beat Brock. It's not so much just size. It's it's the size mixed with the style, mixed with the booking. Brock is booked as an unbeatable tank. Big Show was booked as for most of his career as much, with all respect, intended as, as a big a, geek, as a a loaf. Yeah, yeah, like a like a lummis. Um, so yes, you one hundred percent. Now, when. When 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 Brock fought AJ, AJ is a world class grappler and a world class striker. When he fought, when Braun, uh, Brock fought Brian, Brian is a world class submission grappler and a and a world class. Finn doesn't have those qualities, but he is the real rock and roller. Yes, so. You know what? That, that's the you know you know what would be my scenario in a perfect world of how I would have Finn Balor beat Brock Lesnar. Fale come out of nowhere. Well, he wouldn't come out of nowhere. Finn would come to the ring on Fale's shoulders, and Brock Lesnar, not being no fool, would see Fale's tongue and ass, and just be like, "Nah, fuck this, fuck this. I I, I didn't sign up to fight no fucking Tongans." Where Where's Machine Gun Tama? Bad boy, I know they hear some. Yeah, like no, fuck this. I didn't sign up to face no fucking Tongans. This is some bullshit. You got Haku hiding <laughs> under the ring and shit. Got me in here facing motherfucking Polynesian. <laughs> I, I, I already had to beat Roman seventeen like, yeah, times. Like, I don't want to yeah. fight no other. Fale co- or Finn comes out on Fale's shoulders and Brock just hands Finn the title. Like, nah, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. We good. See y'all. You yeah. see what's up, Dana? <laughs> He does the UFC in the air like like Brett did. WC just WC. looks into the camera and tells Cormier ah. to bring it, bitch. Ah. Yo, DC, I'm coming for your what punk if, ass. Speaking of D, what if DC does the Bronx? The oh, role? yeah, that's even better. Because you know Dana's all about cashing in on that cash cow as much as he tries to act like he's too good for wrestling, using all these wrestling tropes oh, no. and his shit. The Habib... Connor's story proved he don't care. He's all about a buck. Mm-hmm. And the, and then moving a whole fight so John Jones could fight to a whole nother city a week before. Yeah, he buck. Mm. Um. Okay, rumble time. Women's Let's do men's first. first because we did the women's titles first. So we'll finish with the women's rumble. Bet. Okay. 
Do you want me to do you want me to list before announced? Um part of me is gonna say No, don't list the people who are announced because it'll take too long. Instead let's like okay. offer some suggestion. I we can offer suggestions for a couple of surprise entrants, and if they've already been announced, you can just let me know. Okay. So, uh, hey, you jump in. All right. Wait, so the go. only things we know for sure are, as far as like order of entry and shit, is Truth is number thirty because that was a prize for winning the mixed match challenge. So Truth comes in at thirty. And, Car- and, Car- and Carmella yes. for the women's. Um, I mean, the difference between them is I I pick Truth as my shortest duration in the match because he's gonna come in at number thirty, close to the end, and he's gonna pull some Truth-like shenanigans and end up. Right in the ring and right the fuck up out the ring. And that's if he comes out for the men's rumble because he might come yes, out for the women's. Yes, I could also see a world where him and Mella both try to come out at the same time and Mella's like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, so, let's see. As far as surprise entrance for the men, I'm going to pick Velteen Dream coming out from NXT. Um, I'll say Cole will also come from NXT. Um... And I'll, 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 no, no, Kenny's still under contract. I was going to say, because I still think Kenny Omega goes to WWE, but I mean, you know, AEW could throw money at him, but I think he's under contract till the end of the month. So. Supposedly till yeah, the end so unless. Him and Kushida in the yeah, same Yeah, so unless that's shenanigans, um, he won't be an entrant in this one. Um. I can't think of any big free agents that they could have as like debut entrance. I could see like Matt Riddle surprising people and getting a run-in spot. Um, are there any legends who can walk? Well, Kurt Angle uh, will be probably be in the rope. Bro, we don't want Kurt Angle having to take a rope spot. I don't want Kurt Angle falling wrong. Kurt Angle had the shield match when he had to go through tables and ladders. He can do one, one, we can do one. Just because he can doesn't mean I want Um, him to. Look, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. Um, Big Show's probably going to be in the room. Okay, yeah. And I I think he's legend status. Big Show is definitely legend status. What scares me with Big Show and the thought of him taking the rope spot is those knees are in rough shape. Sure, but I mean, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. They could do, they could do the five people throw me over yeah. spot. Um, legends, who, what is there? Are there any, Mark Henry I'm, is a legend. He could mess up. Yeah, but I don't know if Mark's interested. I'm thick. I'm thick, and there's, there's like the brothers are clearly going to be in one, one of the brothers is because they're in Phoenix, Scottsdale. Too close. I mean, at this point, um, honestly, you you never the only legends that you can never rule out are Triple H's friends. Will Taker be in the rumble? No, please God, no. Will Sean be in the rumble? Not Sean. I could see, or not Sean Michaels. I could see Sean Waltman doing a run in. Doing a run in. Kit Waltman seemed like he's. I don't know if he's on as good term with WWE as we think he is. What about Scott Hall? Is Scott in good enough shape? Because if like like physically, is Scott good? Man, they had Jimmy Snooker running around. Well, no. Oh no, I, I I just mean like he's sober. Well, I know yes. he's, sober, he's sober, but I just meant like 
with as fucked up as his body was from all of his oh, years. Yeah. He can take a bump. Okay. If Scott could take a bump, yeah. then I could see Scott doing it. Just because I'm sure Scott, because yeah, I'm sure Scott could use the paycheck. Sure. Yeah, he can take he can take like one bump. Um, I think, but I, I say him because Nash has been back in recent years. Triple H has been in it. Only two that haven't been involved recently are Waltman and Scott. Surprise um, returns, maybe. Is anybody out hurt that's cleared to come back? Bray Wyatt. Bray. Yeah, Bray I could see Bray making his return. I, I got one that nobody's thinking of. Jason Jordan. Is he cleared to come back? I don't know. Nobody said anything about him for months. Like I, I'm curious because like if he's cleared to come back, I, I'm for it. Like I feel so bad for the way that it ended for him. Like, oh, Woken Matt Hardy is is cleared. Yeah, Matt. Like, please, Matt. You got kids, man. Like that spine is he's, fucked. He he said that it's he said that he's his rehab and he's been working on it and he's in much he's in the best shape he's been in twenty years. I, I hope so. I just I I I it's hard to not be a selfish oh. fan and be like, Oh, I would love to see so and so but at the same time I'm just like, Man, you back like a family. Here's one that is really interesting because I don't know if you read the news today that came out. Abyss. Is he coming with the mask? He would have to. Nobody knows Chris Parks. You mean Joseph Abyss. Parks? Whatever his whatever his fake re- real name is, yes. Yo, man. Uh, you um, know what? You know what? Fuck it. I would mark if Abyss came. I would mark. I would too. I don't need Abyss to be it, like a main yeah, not, not the Abyss of yeah. roster member or anything. Like He could be in the mid-card well, every now and then. He was hired to be a producer, but it'd be cool to give him just, just one, a just shot. the one time. Like, so let me say this about Abyss real quick. Let me say this about Abyss real quick. Two things. Number one, if Abyss leaves the Impact, that lets you know that they are fucked. That's the one guy that never left. Which leads me to number two. Abyss had a assigned contract ready. And in the contract, he was going to be given a WrestleMania match with The Undertaker. And he said, nah, I'm cool. I'm going to stay with TNA. This must have been at the height of his career. This was, what, 23? Was it? The 23 match he had with uh, 22? He had with um, Mark Henry? I think was when they offered it to him. Wow. That's a shame because that was when Abyss could still really Billy, though. that was when him and Jeff Hardy were feuding and having their monster. first Monsters Ball. Excellent. You know, I used to mark for that old theme. It was really simple, but that just dun 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 And he'd come yeah. out with a chain around his neck. Yeah, and the little cross yeah. he'd do with the fire. Abyss back in the day was yeah. fire, bro. Yeah, Abyss, Abyss was great. Abyss. Even though every time he brought the tags out, you knew what was happening. Yeah. He was going through them tags. Yep, but it it worked. It works. Every time. Um, yeah, so it, it, it'd be good to... Look, talk about a guy who's given everything he has to the I would business. love to see him get... Even if that is his only, like, appearance type, I would love to see, for, like, five minutes, just Abyss and the Rumble match. I would mark for that moment. 
Somebody gonna get black hole slammed. Yep. Somebody gonna get the shock treatment. Yeah, I'm up. And you know what? Bring James James Mitchell with yeah. you. Why not? No, Why hold not? up. No, I take that back. If we're gonna bring an ancillary abyss character with him, Abyss needs to bring my favorite women's wrestler with him. Oh, really? Yes. I know oh, yeah. it's not happening. I know it's not. <laughs> Callis is not letting her not. leave. Oh, God, no. They treat Rosemary over there like they treat Rhonda well, well, over here. Well, it's important for them to keep Rosemary because they're a Canadian company and she a Canadian wrestler. That's why her and Allie are the cornerstones of that division because they are Canadian. Oh, because they're, they're Canadians. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Um, we've talked about all these surprises. We haven't thrown out any... Any favorites? Oh, I mean, the favorites to win the match are as follows. Seth, Drew, and... Uh, yeah, because I, I was trying to think of literally anyone on SmackDown that I could think of. Joe, Joe maybe. Yeah. That's about it. And and, I, and Ali has a shot. It would, it would, there's no way an L would win. But. but yeah, that's about it. Um, the real, really, it's gonna probably come down to Drew and Seth, and don't don't discount Dean. Well, I mean, I won't discount Dean being involved in the final result, but I'm just talking about like winning. Yeah. It's yeah. probably a toss up between Drew and Seth. Um, I'm gonna go with Seth. I don't know if it'll be because they're going to put him against Brock or let me say this. I'm going to go with Seth no matter what. If Brock wins, I think they'll go Seth versus Brock. If Brock loses to Finn, I say Seth gets moved over to SmackDown and Seth faces Daniel. If, okay, I'm going with Seth as well because sometimes chalk is the way to go. Sometimes the most expected and, is 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 the right move, um, but I'm gonna say Seth. If if Seth, if Brock wins, it's still Seth Brock. But if 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 Finn wins, it's still gonna be Seth Finn to finish the story from when the first Universal title. Oh, the one-on-one -on -one rematch between them. Okay, okay, that would be cool. But either way, I think we're both in agreement. Probably Seth wins this Rumble. Yes, and I think Seth comes in at number one or two. See, I think Drew comes in at number one or two, and Drew stays in until the end because they're really trying to push how dominant Drew is. Maybe so, but with big guys, they know the you know, towards You know, I know that we say that with Drew as like a big guy, but it's hard for me to think of Drew as a big guy wrestler. He's just bigger than the current crop of main eventers. He's just, yeah, he, he's just ready or Yeah, like that. Yeah, big. and so, yeah. like, I don't think of Drew as a big man wrestler. I think of him as a tall guy who wrestles. He's not Matt Morgan. When I think big man, I think, like, oh, you Matt Morgan? Matt Morgan, you better come out at 15 and then eliminate 10 people. Like, Braun's going to come in at, like, number 10, and then they're going to have 15 people eliminate his ass. If Braun's in a rumble. rumble, yeah. Yes. Um. Okay, so... So while we're in agreement with that, I'm pretty sure we're in agreement with the next one, the women's world. Yeah. Um. So for surprise or for surprise slash legend entrance for the women, I'm a yes. 
or um, it, well, I'm gonna put Shayna from NXT, and I think Kyrie Sane will also compete this um, this year from NXT. She was in the last I year. I think so. She? So they wouldn't put her in it again. I don't think they do something different. Well, the old I'm, so Bianca, Bianca, Bianca maybe both of them in there. Shayna okay. I do fully expect both Lacey and Nikki to be in the match because they're being called up to the blah, 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 blah. Lacey already is officially announced. Well, Nikki was all, both of them were. Okay, the yeah, so I expected that. No, but as far as like legends, I you know who I'd like to see but I don't think is on good enough terms with the company? Melina. Who? I, 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 uh, I think you'd be surprised. I, I think she's a better terms to hear that familiar theme and I I would love to see Melina come out. Uh, I'll tell you I'll tell you one who's probably going to be in it. Oh, well, she was going to be one of my other ones was Victoria. She's retiring I think at the end of this year so give mm-hmm. her one last. Um and then I'm just trying to think of are there any other legends from that era that didn't go last in the last year's Rumble. I I'll, I'll give you one who just kind of reemerged. Jack. Yo, I heard her on a podcast recently, and I thought Whoa. that. I've been asked to try to book her for Chair Shot Radio. So, like, I just haven't done I would, job no, like I would I love have. I would love to have see Jazz. You, uh, again, that's someone I would mark for. I'd love to see Jazz or, like, Dawn Marie. Or Ooh, any of those, like, old ECW holdovers that still are in good enough shape, like we were saying with the men. If you're in good enough shape to come out and take the bump, bring your ass on out. The key, though, for this one is this one can't be as nostalgic as No, this one. this one has to be mostly actual current, current wrestlers. Yeah. But yeah. you can still throw in the great thing, because the Women's Rumble is still a new concept, you can still throw in three or four legends of the past. Sure, sure, a couple of them. Yeah. Which is and um, which is why, like, I think Nikki will for sure be in it. Probably Brie too. But here's, but here's the thing about Nikki and Brie: they still count as like the legends, but at the same time, Nikki at least current. is a technically a current competitor, even if she's a timer. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, Nikki comes in a match, and you do legitimately think she's got a chance to win. Here's the better. Here's here's the biggest question of the night, even bigger than who's gonna win because I think we both agree Charlotte's gonna win. Well, I mean, I, I already what I'd okay, like well, to see happen. I would like to see Becky yes. pull a test from Survivor Series 2001, and lost well, that, her. She loses her match with Asuka, and so she finds mm-hmm. a geek like Dakota Kai, who is gonna be like a surprise entrant, and it's like, oh Dakota, what number did you draw? Really? And then just beats the dog shit out the bitch. And and takes her spot. But that's that was a question I was gonna ask you. Because so many people seem hell bent on believing Becky's gonna win the rumble when she's probably not gonna be in that's it. That's how I would get do her. You think put she's it. gonna be that's in That's how the I would get her put in it. I don't know. But do you I don't know. I don't know. It wouldn't be unprecedented. It would be irregular for recent years but it wouldn't be unprecedented what people don't remember is like back in the attitude era it was incredibly common for you to be in the wwf championship match and you lost the match but then turned up in the rumble later that night that shit happened it's 
but the roster wasn't as bloated as it is now. You're right. No, you're right. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying if we're talking like, oh, well, she was in the title match, so she's obviously not in the Rumble. No, bro, that's not obvious. Like, you can pull double duty. It's happened before. Right. I just don't think it's, it's like you said, it's not something that they've done. So they did it with Roman a couple of years ago. And then before that, they did it in the 40-man Rumble all the more reason, because they needed more people. All the more reason why I think it's likely it could happen is because they've recently made a thing of doing shit that they haven't done in a long time. Here's the, So basically, here's why I'm against it. Is because I, and, and shout out to Rob for, for kind of bringing us to, for making me think about this. I don't want the crowd to lose their shit and start bitching like they did with Brian when he wasn't in the Rumble, and he wasn't advertised or promoted to be in the Rumble, but they bitched about it anyway. But you so are going to be on that fuck shit, man. If she doesn't appear that, on this and, Rumble, that's just going to cement their hatred of Charlotte in the same way that they hate Roman. Now, the difference is, the difference between the two is, Charlotte's trying to get booed right now. So that would help her character. Roman was, they were trying to present him as the hero. Right? But... The, I'm, I'm not talking about that Rumble. That Rumble, Brian was in the Rumble, and they just fucked that up. The year before, when Batista won, Brian was never supposed to be in the Rumble. He was never advertised or anything, and poor, poor Rey Mysterio had to had to take the bullet for everybody. Becky is not promoted for this Rumble, so if she's not in this Rumble. Please don't boo or lose your your minds. Becky's in a title match. And I'm just so terrified that they're going to just hijack the rest of the show because they didn't get what they wanted. When they got what they wanted, Becky's in the damn title. I mean, match. you never know, man. This could be the main event again. I doubt it, but it could be. You never know. God, I hope it is. Well, no, if, if, if Brock's losing, Finn's got to be main event, right? Nah, the Royal Rumble match is always a main event. No matter how big the singles matches are, the Royal Rumble matches are always the main event. Always. Well, well, if that's the case, then I say you got to end with Seth. Personally, I, I mean, I don't. I'm not. I'm not disputing that, but I'm saying either the men's match or the women's match will be the main event because that is one thing about the Royal Rumble as a show. The Royal Rumble match is always the main event of that show. You're right. So it's going on okay. last. One of those mumbles is going on last. As far as my pick to win the women's Rumble, I mean, yeah, Charlotte's a pretty safe pick. If it's because if Becky's not in the match, Charlotte's the only other person that I buy winning the title because she's the only other woman that's been built up as like a challenger. I might have said Alexa Bliss until Monday when Lacey Evans came out, and now I'm like, oh, Alexa and Lacey Evans is going to be a thing. Would you would you be shocked if they flipped flip the script on us and let Naomi? beat charlotte would i be shocked yes would i stand so fucking hard for it absolutely we will start the outsider's edge next week with her theme song if she wins that match we will devote an entire couple minutes to just i'm amazing i'm a i'm a i'm amazing (laughs) we will stand so hard We'll, a, we'll call next week's episode the Naomi Show. I'm with it. 
I if would she wins this I match would. because I would be about it. Well, Naomi's good. Naomi's good at Battle Royal. She she did win the over the over uh the over uh trophy. Yes, she did win the giant ovaries. Anything else you got tonight, my brother? Anything else you want to talk about that we missed? No, just our traditional reminder to ever to everyone in the audience: if you're gonna watch the shows this week, buy them legally. Sign up for a trial to the fucking network for free. Shit, but don't pirate oh, but, that shit. By the way, um, if you sign up now, I hate to sound like Michael Cole, but you get this, and you'll get this, and you'll get the Elimination Chamber, but. The Worlds Collide tournament is going to they're going to it's being recorded Saturday, but it's going to be streamed. Oh, good, they are going to stream Saturday. that. I was worried they were streaming on February the second. Fifteen, uh, fifteen guys, five from NXT, five from NXT UK, five from Two Hundred Five Live. Um, it's going to be a tournament style. One person's going to get a buy. The other guys are going to work tournament. The winner of it at the end of it is going to get. A title shot of, of whatever of the three brands they want. That's and and like it's some like real heavy hit like Adam Cole, <coughs> Velveteen Dream, Tyler Bate, Zach Gibson. Like it's some real Mark Andrews. Um, um, I think Hideo's in, like, Drew it's in some it. Real Drew Gulak is in it. Like it's some real heavy hitters. Super interesting. So like pay attention to that. They're really trying new different things to keep you engaged <coughs> yeah no, that'll be good that'll be good but yeah no y'all like if you're gonna watch the shows watch them legally i don't i don't care if wwe is a billion dollar company or if you're watching new japan if you're watching mlw i don't care who you're watching pay to watch them support yeah them. if you like it so much support it um but no that's all i got for them other than just their usual reminder that we here at the Outsider's Edge are just some young men chasing our dreams. Well, hold on, hold on. We didn't say, tell them they can find you first. Damn. Well, I mean, I was just gonna... You ready to go. All right. Well, I mean, they know where they can find me. They can find me on, okay, you can well, find me on Twitter at Dr. S'mores. You can find our missing brother in arms, Carl, at Outsider Curvin. He's got the best Twitter of all of us. Send him some well wishes, y'all, because he's really sick. Like, he's really sick. Yeah, like, you know... The double dragon's never a good day. Not at all. And it's not just him, like the kid got Yeah, you. so like it's some nasty <laughs> shit going on. Um, yeah. The show of course at Outsiders Edge S S. We're at uh, I'm at It's Ray Cash, R E Y as Mysterio, C A S H as in dollars, Social Suplex, Chair Shot Radio where you all Use your head. Check us out, Podbean, Apple podcasts google everywhere um yeah so yeah but yes check us out follow the click everybody sorry that the end of the show is somewhat expedited but it's getting late and we're both tired poor working folk out here doing the best we can to chase these dreams and um if we said anything that you disagreed with or that made you feel some type of way just remember that we are in fact chasing our dreams and you've got to respect that but if you don't we just don't give a fuck fuck them thanks for listening enjoy the shows